Okay, one more time. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of Heard It. It is your host, Catherine, and we're back after another week. What is new with me? For starters, I literally just came back from a road trip today to Boston to visit my aunt, who is recovering from surgery, my great aunt. She is doing well, luckily. And it was also such a fun trip. I don't take road trips often. Well, I guess that's not true. Well, it is. Okay. I'm going to rephrase. I don't take road trips to places that are not Ithaca often. So it was nice to like be in a car going somewhere. We drove to Boston. It was so funny because we were driving and my mom was like, I remember when this was like your dream city. And I thought that I would like get over that. But then being even in the outskirts of Boston where we were, I was like, oh yeah. Like I remembered why as a kid, I liked the city so much. So she's back on my list for sure. It was so nice. It was so hot. I think we've become spoiled at my house. A couple years ago, we got central air and I like, for some reason, don't seem to function well in environments that are not 72 degrees. Uh, There is no air conditioning at my great aunt's house. It was hot. We had fans, but I was still very hot. Nothing beats artificial air. But we survived and it was worth being able to spend the time with her. She's actually the twin of my Nenen who died two years ago now. And I miss her quite a bit. But it was so funny seeing just how similar the two of them are. Like Nenen was obsessed with watching like Law and Order, Ion, like all these criminal shows and then like spoiling the show for you. Like literally the first couple scenes would play and she'd be like, oh yeah, he's the killer. And you'd be like, okay, then Odette, why are we watching this with you? Um, in the first place, if you're just going to spoil and then she'd giggle and then we'd move on and the commercials come on and then she would sing them from by heart because she watched TV so much, like she knew everything. And while her sister is not to that level, um, it was funny to see. Same thing, like how excited she got when the shows came on. The two of us were watching The Price is Right and winning, might I say. I don't know. I love hanging out with older people. I also seem to attract older people. I don't know why, but I just think that they're so fun especially like they make me laugh I also think that it helps that like my older people are immigrants so like you know English is not their first language sometimes things are lost in translation and it's like I mean we don't laugh to bully them because lord knows I only know one language but sometimes they'll say things and I'm like aw cute so it was a very 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 fun weekend I also got to eat literally so many of my favorite foods I feel like whenever I'm around family I'm spoiled and I'm not going to complain. What did we eat? We had oxtail and I love oxtail. However, it's so expensive. I've only made oxtail once. It's like annoying to clean and that's one thing, but it is even more annoying to put your card down to buy it. I don't know why that meat has skyrocketed in price, but we had oxtail. I had lung burf, which translates to cow's tongue, but that's not what it is. It's like this sugary fried dessert pastry that's like it's a Haitian pastry it's so good it's my favorite my uncle bought it for me love him he brings it for me every time either when he's coming down to Long Island or I'm going up to Boston and it literally made my day I almost forgot it at my aunt's house and she was like you know I knew you would have cried and I almost did I had to hug her and thank her 50 times because I would have been so sad saw my cousin who I always love seeing she's the one who hosted us for Oxtail she told me that the oxo was for me. They popped a bottle of champagne for my graduation because they couldn't make it 
dance Long island to celebrate like it was literally such a wonderful weekend i really enjoy family weekends i know that, like not everyone has that luxury um because sometimes family can be grating annoying stress inducing problematic and we're not without issues but it was really nice to spend the time and enjoy it and just be there with them uh yeah it was really fun it was really really fun i like boston it's nice it's a it's such a cute city i ha- didn't get to go into the downtown like core so i don't know like if i were to visit the downtown core if i would actually grow to dislike it more than i would grow to like it but from what i saw this weekend it was such a fun city everyone was complaining about how like it's so cold but i don't know cold for me is relative like what really is cold and is it something that i can brave with like you know a couple extra layers of clothing and a good pair of boots because then if that's the case i don't mind in fact i think i'm more adverse to intense heat but then when the weather drops below 20 i'm going to be sick until the weather raises above 40 again so i guess it's like pick your poison but i think i'm rather have the sniffles for a few months than sweat profusely (sighs) outside so in fact, the other thing, I didn't expect summers to get so damn hot because I heard it gets so damn cold, but it was hot. Like it was 90s and I was sweating and your girl was uncomfortable. But I digress. It was a fun family weekend. I enjoyed it. I have enough long birth to last me at least a few weeks and I feel rejuvenated. It was so nice to see them. It did stress me out a little bit, but like in a good way when they were like, you know, we're toasting to law school and I was like, oh not the application, just calling my name in my bag. So I guess I have to turn my attention to that. But even before I turn my attention to that, I wanted to turn my attention to you all and our new episode of the week. Because I told you, I'm not going to see you again. It's going to be very constant. Every week, you're going to be hearing from Heard It. So that's enough of an update about me. Let's get into what we're actually talking about this week. I want to touch on, for starters, this concept of a capsule wardrobe, what it is, if I think it's worth it, am I going to try it, and all that fun stuff. Then I want to move into bullet journaling, which is a whole thing. So capsule wardrobe, bullet journals, and TikTok recipes, because I tried one and I loved it. And I think it's going to be something that I think everyone should try however, with some disclaimers. So let's get into it. Okay, we're back. So the capsule wardrobe. I've been looking at capsule wardrobes actually since the beginning of 2022, I want to say, because I had like this epiphany in the winter that I was like, you know, I really don't like what's in my closet at all. And, um, not at all. That was a little bit of a stretch. But like there are certain pieces that I really love that I find myself like rewearing. And then there are other pieces that like I have and I don't know why I'm keeping them because I know I'm not going to wear them. And then there's also the fact that like my style has changed in recent history. I prefer different pieces now. I like different fits of clothes now. Um, I feel like a lot of my friends are so stylish too. So I find myself like wanting to borrow bits and pieces of their style. And, you know, just some of the clothes in my closet aren't working. There's that. And then there's also the fact that like starting like, it's not a technical big girl job, I'll say, because like some of y'all are working in finance and doing the damn thing and that's great. But I'm also not going to school. So I feel like I need some type of wardrobe that fits 
in the middle of both of them. I'm also moving to a colder place. Like I need cold clothes. Granted, I have them, but like more cold clothes and just sweaters and stuff. Because I feel like once the winter hits, it's always easier to get dressed. But that's because like it's the same formula. It's like, okay, my boots. And then am I going to wear leggings or jeans? I'm not a big sweatpants outside person. I don't know why. I just can't get myself. I was doing it for a period of time, but I have yet to go back. So jeans or leggings and then... Is it going to be like the same five to 10 big sweatshirts that I'm going to wear that I'll tuck in or that I'll leave out or that I'll layer? Or am I going to wear like literally one of like my few sweaters with like layers underneath it and then my jacket? So there's not as much of a space to experiment in the winter, which makes it obviously like winter fashion, I think is easier in that sense. But like, I don't want it to be easy. Like I want to have a style in the winter too. I don't know. That's more than just sweaters and leggings or sweatshirts and leggings or sweatshirts and jeans or sweaters and leggings. And I feel like I've done every combination at this point. So I was sitting with Sydney and I was like, Sydney, I found this girl on TikTok who I really, really like and I want to dress just like her. And I showed Sydney the clothes and she was like, oh my gosh, like love it. You should definitely go for it. And then like going down the rabbit hole of this person was how I found the capsule wardrobe. So the capsule wardrobe is exactly what it sounds like. It is just a few choice pieces, usually neutrals and basics that are easily able to be like mixed and matched um, to make different outfits, stylish outfits, classic pieces that won't go out of style. And then, you know, you have less clothes, but you always know that you have something to wear because you bought the clothes with the intention that you're, that they all flatter you, that you like them, that you'll be able to wear them. So it's just supposed to take most of the guesswork out of being fashionable and putting your outfits together and stuff like that, right? So it sounds great and brilliant. Um, and it's something I want to do. Like, I really do want to try it. Uh, oh, another plus with the capsule wardrobe for someone like me is like a lot of moving. So it, I don't want to, yeah, moving out of Ithaca was a lot. Like I had so many clothes, um, just from being gathered over the past four years and boots. And then just like that's clothes, like not even accounting for like the other things that I wanted to bring home that I've been living with. So we can never have a repeat of that. Like it was so bad. My dad still yells, not yells at me, but like, is every time he sees me like planning for Toronto, make sure you only bring one or two suitcases because we're not having a repeat of Ithaca. We're not having a repeat of Ithaca. We're not having a repeat of Ithaca. So we're not having a repeat of Ithaca. Like I really do need to downsize with my clothes. Uh, so in the beginning of the summer, I don't think I had released an episode. Yeah. During my, um, during our mid season break, I cleaned out like my closet and I got rid of clothes that I haven't, that don't fit me anymore. Clothes that I've had like literally since middle school that I don't understand why they were still in my closet. Uh, and that was really therapeutic. And I was like, oh, like get rid of this and like donate, all of the clothes are donated. But like, yeah, donate this and things like this so that someone else can benefit from them, which was really great. But now I feel like I have clothes that fit me, which is a, always a great place to start because then there's no like temptation for unhealthy eating or unhealthy habits to like try and fit something that is not meant to fit my grown-up body anymore because again it fit me in fifth or sixth grade so um that's a plus but now I feel like I have a closet full of like clothes that are really nice whatever but either represent me at a different time in my life or I just don't like anymore that don't represent me now there are pieces that I still love um and I'm like starting to realize what my style is and like what pieces of clothing that I'm really attracted to and like what pieces of clothing are just not giving anymore and maybe should not be keeping up space in my room and then shouldn't follow me to Canada. So that's how I found the capsule wardrobe. 
I think in theory, the idea is really good. This concept of having like a couple neutral t-shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve, different cuts, tank tops, a few crop tops, and then different pants from jeans to a nice fitting pair of slacks, which I'm really looking for. I'm really looking for a nice fitting pair of slacks. I have these jeans that I thrifted that I love, these black jeans, but they are way too heavy, I think, for the heat wave that is hitting Long Island, New York right now. But they always make their appearance back in the fall and they do in the winter and spring as well. So just being able to play with shapes and see like how I like my body looking in different clothes and in different colors. I'm pretty good on the colors. I'm not I'm not actually a neutrals person. I love to wear bright colors. I'm a dark skinned person. I feel like what do I look like not taking advantage of that? And then popping out in colors like yellow or pink. Sometimes I'll throw in like a skin tone brown and it really gives. But I'm more of um, you know, like I want to walk in and be like, oh my God, like that's such a pretty color on you. Thank you. I picked it for that purpose. So that's where we are right now. It's this concept of like building a true capsule wardrobe and trying to figure out what flatters me and what doesn't. I've been scouring TikTok for style inspiration because like there are different style categories. Some people are, I found this one girl who did like a style Bible, which I have to say was really impressive because she had clothes to fit like and multiple pieces of clothing, multiple outfits to fit into like at least 10 or 12 different aesthetics. And it just made me stop and wonder, like, how expansive is her closet? But that's neither here nor there. Lots of beautiful pieces for different styles from, I think there was, like, Dark Academia, Grunge, Y2K, Prep. But then I also didn't realize that Prep is split into two different categories. Like, there's Southern Prep, which is more colorful and pattern and nautical. Uh, And then there's Northeastern New England Prep which is muted colors and like button downs and obviously warmer clothes as well, just because of the weather change. And I remember interacting with Northeastern New England prep, like through speech and debate and meeting other teams and kids and parents who just really fit that aesthetic and now to have a name to it is also really interesting. I think it's also really interesting that there are all of these different aesthetics that one could fall into. Then there's other people who are like, you know, you don't have to combine yourself to aesthetic. You can move between boxes and that's probably more on brand for me, but I'm starting my capsule wardrobe. So it's going to be another thing that we talk about on this podcast. I also really want to increase my social media engagement with Heard It because that just feels like a necessary and appropriate next step. So as I'm doing it, I do want to share it with y'all, hopefully, probably most likely on Instagram, as I build my capsule wardrobe. I also don't know how capsule it's going to be. I think I might just call it like my brand new wardrobe because I'm not going to hold myself to something that I may not be able to do. But it is definitely time to get rid of some of my, like I have shirts from Amazon and Shein that are like not shirts. And they're very cute and they're not going to be, they're not going anywhere. They're just, they can't be like as much of a staple in my world. Like I don't, I didn't go out that much in college, but I'm definitely not. Well, let me stop. I'll be keeping them just probably in a different part of my closet, but it would be nice to have some full length shirts that not everything is cropped. And the white button down I've heard is a really big closet staple that I just don't have like a white oversized button down. I have a striped one, which is really cute that I wear with yellow and like, you know, it's gives, but a white button down is on my list. Body suits, which I haven't worn in forever. 
like just bodysuits just to have them. They're an easy thing to tuck in. They look cute, whatever. They can be dressed up, dressed down, a nice blazer, an oversized blazer. So my local thrift store will be seeing me because we love sustainable fashion and we love sustainable shopping. And then also some stores that are more into my price point that will not break the bank because I'm not made of money. (laughs) And I have probably loans in my future with law schools. So I want to be careful. But yeah, we're on this path to being an adult, I guess, is what I'm looking for. And having clothes that like say it all. And then even like taking the adult thing out. Like I just want clothes that really represent me. Like I want a closet where I can open the door and I'm like, I love everything in here. And the number of outfits I can make is endless as opposed to it's time to do laundry because all of my favorite jeans are out of rotation and I'm not wearing these ones. So if you're also in a similar position where your closet is just not screaming to you that you can wear everything in me, then I suggest a summer clean out. I know it's usually a spring clean out, but it's summer. So we move, at least it's summer for me. I don't think I have anyone listening who's not in a place where it's summer right now. So it's summer. A summer clean out, clean out your closet, donate some clothes and see where you can start new. And then while you're donating, jump into the thrift store yourself and see if there's anything that, you know, someone else has given in cleaning out their closet and moving their style and changing their aesthetic that cannot fit into this brand new wardrobe you're making. Oh, I also saw a tip that you should use Pinterest and like have a Pinterest board because you're only going to pin clothes that you like and then see what pieces seem to be recurring in your pins and start buying from there. Granted, I also know capsule wardrobes can be a little pricey because the whole goal is to buy pieces that will last you for a long time. So that's the whole point of like the timeless aspect. So real denim is so expensive. A good real pair of slacks. Not that, well, no, denim definitely there is a difference between real and fake denim. Slacks I think is a different ballpark. But just buying clothes like you know will last you multiple seasons can be pricey. However, I also know some people who make their fast fashion pieces last a really long time by like, you know, dry cleaning and washing and cold wash and all of these other things. So it's not impossible. It's just different, I think is how I would say. It's just different. So yeah, I think, do you, if you're into the capsule wardrobe per, if you prefer having your closet full of just different eclectic things and that's awesome too but this is where I am I'm looking for a new wardrobe so I'll also be bargain hunting because I love sales and coupons so yeah I'll keep you all updated on that but that's all I have for caps wardrobes again TikTok great resource Pinterest great resource Instagram also too like I started following people on Instagram whose outfits that I like I don't know why I won't let this segment end I've started following people on Instagram whose outfits that I like that are just really colorful and oh another thing that I've never considered colorful pants and it's not a basic but I don't usually wear colorful pants and I would like to try it like even just one you know maybe something that's not a denim or a black something different so I'll keep you updated I will okay that's the end of that segment So now we're moving into bullet journaling. I have a long history with the bullet journal. I started it in high school with Karina. We both bought bullet journals. Oh no, it wasn't high school. What am I saying? It was definitely college. Yeah, it was definitely college. In high school, I was obsessed actually with the Lily Pulitzer 
journal binder planner thing and like that was all I wanted and I started and it was that thing is made for someone with a real life and things to plan around it not for a high school student so we didn't get far really but then the pandemic hit and everyone was looking for something to do and hobbies and bullet journaling was like the big thing on TikTok and Karina called me and was like Catherine we should bullet journal and I was like okay yes we got Emily in the mix And then we were literally having nights where we would call each other and just sit on FaceTime bullet journaling. And that was when the world was simple. It's now 2022 where somehow the COVID is still happening around us. But I ended up dropping the bullet journal because I wanted to be one of those bullet journaling girls that had like the month drawing thing and it was like may and the theme for may was flowers and i would color flower and every day to record my mood and all this stuff and that was just not working for me i physically can't deal with something that's structured in addition to everything else that i'm doing in my life it's nice my emma told me my cousin my god sister whatever emma told me she was like because i have no sense of direction at all i don't ask me where we're going Don't ask me where we're going. Don't ask me how to get there. I don't care that I've lived in the same house since I was born. I really don't. I have no sense of direction. Thank God there's a GPS. And I have no intention, sadly, of learning for the exception of like the general vicinity and exits of things and street names because I will always have a GPS, God willing. So I have, I'm bad at directions. And she was like, it's because you have so many other things in your head. Like there's no more space to think of how to get places. And I know she said it to make me feel better about myself, but it doesn't matter. It it made me feel better about myself. She accomplished her goal. And I've decided to approach bullet journaling the same way. I physically do not have the mental capacity to do all of these beautiful drawings and shapes and art. I can't. I, I tried it. I've tried it so many times. I am so unartistic. I cannot draw. I tried watercolor painting. Jada was there for that. And as fun as it was, Like no one is buying my stuff in a gallery. I'm just, it's not my thing. It's not my calling. You want me to write something? I'm your girl. You want me to draw something? Mm, Unless it's a stick figure quality that you're okay with, I'm not the one to ask. So I stopped bullet journaling because I wasn't getting the Pinterest pages that I wanted. I could not do an activity tracker. I could not do a mood tracker. I could not do a habit tracker. I could not do a happy new year drawing. I could not draw for the month. I did not have the artistic prowess to execute these things. It just was not happening. So I had like literally put my notebook away in a drawer and I was done. Then Sydney is a bullet journaler, I would say. She has a bullet journal. I hope like Sydney, I'm sorry, I'm putting you on blast, but you are just such, you are part of the saga. And I saw how she was doing it and she was like, oh, like, you know, I just don't put pressure on myself. The idea was foreign to me before that the thing didn't have to be perfect. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try it again. Tried it again. I love my bullet journal. She's the perfect notebook. She's the perfect planner. I really appreciate that there's no, like, it's just literally blank pages with bullets on them because every day, every week, every month layout looks different depending on how I'm doing. I also love looking through it because you can see like the weeks that I didn't have much going on. Like I would do a cute little grid layout and it would be like Monday, da da da, Tuesday, da da da, Wednesday, da da da. And then the weeks that my life was imploding, it's literally just a bunch of sticky notes stuck on top of each other with to-do lists by every like five or six hours. Like I'd have a morning to-do list done, then an afternoon to-do list. Sometimes I'd have a day to-do list. Sometimes I'd have a weekend to-do list. And I would just look at those pages and be like, oh yeah, like I had a thesis chapter do that at the end of that week. 
or uh, I had a French final, a French prelim on Monday. And that explains why the week prior looked the way it did. So that's been really cool. But I guess really the segment's not about bullet journaling. I think what it's really about is having some type of way to look at your life consolidated, if that makes sense. I Because I also have a Google Chrome widget called like, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I'll put it in the episode notes though. That takes a photo of you every day. You open your laptop and it does it at a random time. You're never prepared. It just snaps the photo and it's done. Right? So I have the widget and I downloaded it, I think probably early January. So I have about six months of photos because like not every day I use my laptop, but I have about six months of photos of who, like what I was doing. And also has like a cute little note that you can write about the day or like, I think the prompt is what are you thinking? And literally it came on at whatever time. I have a bunch of photos of me in class, usually in creative writing because it always came on during creative writing. Um, I have photos of me studying. I have photos of me at work. I have photos of me with friends. I have photos crying, laughing, celebrating. And I don't think I realized how much FaceTime my laptop gets with me. Like literally no one is as privy to my life as she is. So, well, as she was, but it's a Google Chrome widget. So it goes anywhere my Google Chrome goes. So as this new laptop will be as well. But I don't think I realized how cool it is to have something to mark like those experiences in your life. I guess the podcast is also an example, except this one is a little bit more public than a bullet journal and a Google Chrome widget. But it's been really cool. The other day I was sitting with Emma actually, and she was like, oh, what are all these photos? Because it comes up every time you open Chrome. And I was like, oh, this is like my photos of myself over the past couple months. And she's looking and laughing and she's like, wow, like you can see in these pictures that like you're, you were studying because you look upset. And I was like, oh, and then she's like, oh, but in this photo, you're really happy. Or in this photo, there's Sydney and there's Grace and there's Yosoda. I think that's everyone I've taken a widget photo with off the top of my head. I don't know. And yeah, it was just really cool because I was like, oh, yeah, I guess like this is my life, huh? Over these past couple weeks, because you like you all are not seeing it all the time. My family definitely was not seeing it because I wasn't home. So it was nice to have those memories. So I guess the point of this segment was to tell you that you should consider either getting this Google Chrome widget, whose name I don't recall, but will be in the episode notes, or starting a bullet journal, or starting, I know some people do like Apple Note threads, or like even like that app Be Real. Oh, let's first, before I move on, let's talk about Be Real. I can't. I've tried. I'm going to try again. I, I am. I downloaded Be Real at a friend's birthday party. And I took, I have my first be real. And then I think I did be real the second day. And then I stopped being real. I keep, oh, I get the alert every day, but then I'm like, oh, like this isn't an, a moment that I want to capture. <laughs> so, but be real is a good example. Like that idea of like just something like a little snapshot of your day. I had a friend who was doing like my five seconds of the day and then would make a video at the end of the semester to have a collection of moments during the semester, which I also really, really loved. It's a little bit extra work, I think, to do those as opposed to like just the widget that forces you to take the photo or the bullet journal that you're using for productivity. It just is serves a dual purpose and that, oh, this is how I was productive, but this is also like an insight to how, how I was doing and how I was feeling during the time. But I do think it's really cool to have these 
ways to collect your life, you know, and to chronicle your life, especially we live in such a digital world. So it's not like we're our parents who you have to buy a Polaroid or you have to develop the photos. Like everything is at the touch of our fingertips. So why not take advantage of it? Be real though. Again, I'm not going to give any feedback on it because I still don't really understand the app. But when I get there, I will let you know. I, I can't even like give you my thingy on it. My, my name, my username, because I don't know it. So we will try be real though one more time now and hopefully it'll be good but i can't make any promises what can i say but i will say i do think it's really cool to have the chronicle so something to consider something to try especially again as everyone is doing so many cool things whether it's school or fellowship or going international or working chronicle it every day like why not at least now every day we have something to do we're going outside granted it's we had that with class but you know this is a little bit more exciting. So might as well record it. Yeah. So that's my, those are my two cents on, I don't even remember what I had titled this part of the podcast. Uh, what did I tell you that? Oh, about bullet journaling. Yeah. Bullet journaling, the Google Chrome widgets, be reels, five seconds a day, one second a day, the Apple note journaling, the Google note journaling, whatever it takes. I don't know. I think it's a cool way to keep yourself grounded. It also like is something that when you have enough of them, you can look back and smile and be like, oh, like this was definitely, definitely worth it. Because I look back at mine and telling Emma about where I was during these times. I even had a photo of myself like right after I had gotten Fulbright. Like I had gotten the Fulbright on my phone and then opened my laptop and I'm like crying, tears of joy, but sobbing because I'm in shock and it snapped a photo. And now I have a photo on my computer that says like, I just want a Fulbright. And I wouldn't have had that otherwise. So those are my thoughts. Finally, for this episode, you see how I'm on track, how we're just moving through it. I'm going to put music in the interlude, but whatever. Finally, on this episode, we're talking about TikTok recipes. This was really a TikTok heavy episode, I feel like, because the capsule wardrobe, the Google Chrome widget I also discovered on TikTok, and now this next thing I'm going to talk about discovered on TikTok. And I'm going to have to bring up Miss Sydney again. Cowboy caviar. I saw it on TikTok because there's this girl, the Trader Joe's girl. I don't know if you know her, but she is so fun. And also just so adorable. Like the way she talks, I'm like, yes, I want to go to Trader Joe's absolutely right now too, just to take a shred of what you get when you get there. However, I will let you know, I've always gotten that. Trader Joe's is one of my happy places. Like, you drop me in a Trader Joe's, I'm ecstatic. Jada, my roommate, was so kind. When I was having a bad day, she already knew, like, Catherine, let's go to Trader Joe's. And I would leave Trader Joe's, money spent, which, like, obviously wasn't great. However, so much joy and snacks. So I really couldn't complain. I love Trader Joe's as a concept, as a principle, as a place. I'm so sad they're not in Canada, but it'll just give me something else to look forward to when I return to the States. I love Trader Joe's. If only they would sponsor this podcast. Granted, I don't think they do. I don't think they sponsor podcasts. Whatever. The Trader Joe's girl came up with the recipe for cowboy caviar, which is salsa. And I know. I saw all of the comments that were like, not white people discovering salsa. And I get it. However, it was very good. I had gotten the recommendation from Sydney that you realized she's like, you should try this. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Did I expect it to be as much work as it was? No. I had spent at least 45 minutes hand chopping vegetables to find out afterwards that we had a dicer. So I was sad. 
However, when everything was all said and done, I cooked it up with a little ground beef and then brought her little elote chips. Everyone was eating and it was so good and it was so good for you. Like, I just love veggies. It was so colorful. She was so pretty. And I'm going to make it again. Like, my mom was like, you should make it every week so we can just have some in the fridge. So it's like when you want a snack, you can just have some cowboy caviar as opposed as opposed to like, you know, something else. It's easy. It's quick. It's tasty. And it was so fun. So this week's hot tape is to try a TikTok recipe. Those things are good. They're really good. Some of them. Don't try, though, that like that pink sauce thing that they're selling that has just made its way to my For You page that we don't know if it's pink ranch or it looks disgusting and it shouldn't be changing you the way that it's changing. Don't buy that. Like, But then again, my listeners are very intelligent people. I know that and I'm proud to say it. So I would hope that you haven't embarked on something like that. But it looks nasty. Don't put it in your body. The nutritional label doesn't make sense. The glitter glue attachment is not giving. Like, do not eat that. But all of the other recipes that are like, you can make it at home, the cowboy caviar, the lady who does those cupcakes, what's her name? Sweet Melissa's little kale salad recipe, the green salad, whatever, that was on everyone's For You page a few months ago is the next thing that I'm going to try. And I see a bunch of recipes and I just scroll past them and I'm like, eh, whatever. But the cowboy caviar has changed my outlook. Like, TikTok is addictive, which is bad. However, it has such a wealth of information of things that I've realized I am not taking advantage of. Food and recipes being a main one because I love to cook. Like I mentioned on the last episode, I really do love cooking and I'm always looking for new things to try. And just like that, like I saw the TikTok literally 500 times of different people making it and I sat down and made it once and it was so good and it was so worth it and it was actually kind of fun. All the cutting made me get Emma and Chucky involved. I've mentioned Emma a lot. It's because she's literally at my house every day and we love it basically. Well, yeah almost every day and we love having her uh so it's I have a brother but I might as well have a sister because that is we grew up that way or whatever so I had to get them involved because I was like listen if y'all are gonna eat it you're gonna have to help me cut veggies but it was actually so fun like I'm not even lying I really enjoyed it and it was just cute and it was a fun new thing to make so try cowboy caviar the first thing But the actual hot take is to try a TikTok recipe. Like if you're cooking things and you're like, damn, like I really want to switch it up, try them. At the worst, they taste bad. And I know that sucks because money was spent on food. But at the worst, it tastes bad. You don't like it. There will be someone else in your life who may enjoy it that you can give it away to. Or you might be able to repurpose the recipe to make it into something that's actually edible that you'll eat. Best comes to best, you find a new family favorite of things that like, you know, people are like, wow, this is so good. Like it's a, my mom, even too, I was like, damn, it's a shame we don't have a party because I would bring cowboy caviar. We don't, but whatever. It was fun. It was fun and it was relatively low stakes and it was a cute thing to do. So you have friends over, make something, a date over, do it, you know, cook. It's just so cute. It was really fun. So it wasn't like the hottest of hot takes, but I guess more of like an I've done it tonight, you should too. I've tried the TikTok recipes, so you should try them as well. They're not going to kill you. I promise. I'm alive to tell the tale that the food was good and that it was fine and that it was safe and that everyone enjoyed it, except that stupid pink sauce. Don't buy that. And I refuse to even buy it or entertain it. But in case you were considering like, haha, let me try it because I love ranch. I too love ranch. I wouldn't put my life in danger in that way though. Try a TikTok recipe. So, yeah, that's the end of this week's episode. She's a little bit on the shorter side, and that's because it was supposed to be published earlier, 
but I had an allergic reaction, a really bad one yesterday to something, took a Benadryl and slept for 12 hours. So excuse the hastiness of everything because I'm stressed. But next week, I have a huge surprise for you that I will be teasing on my Instagram. It's a guest. And the episode's going to be great because I love this guest and they're iconic. I don't want to like, yeah, I don't want to say anything else because I don't want you to know who it is. But just know that it'll be a really fun conversation. There's a new segment that was thought up from the guests that I think will become a staple in further episodes of just me or my guests. So I'm excited to unveil that to you all as well. But on that note, that's the end of this week's episode of Heard It. Thanks for listening. As always, remember, if you like our podcast, well, my podcast, please follow it on Spotify and Apple Music. Give us five stars when you get the chance. Follow us on Instagram at heard.it.podcast. And let me know if there's anything that you want me to talk about that I haven't spoken about yet or that like you think would be a good idea. And I've always liked the idea of accepting DMs and stuff, but no one's DM'd me. So if you have any questions that I could answer that you wouldn't mind me answering on the show, then let me know. Send them to me. I'm always here and I'm always excited. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.